<laughs> Are you ready? Ah, uh, I suppose I am. We've done it. So I'm, I guess I'm done. Really, I'm done. Is this your last episode? Yes, this is the last episode I'm ever going to do. All right, yes. I'll start it then. Yeah. What's going on, everyone? This is <laughs> Howard Ain's most excellent review. I am Aiden, and I am joined with Howard. How are you doing, man? Um, not too good, Aiden. Uh, I uh, I haven't slept well in eleven days. I almost died this morning. True story. I, uh, true story. Yeah, I work on a, a, a golf course, and I was uh, uh, driving one of the big um, industrial-sized mowers, and I drove it into a ditch. And I was told later by my uh, supervisor that's very dangerous because it can potentially kill you, it can crush you. How did you get out of the ditch? Uh, they pulled it out. Uh, well, I got out fine because I wasn't stuck there, and then they pulled it out with a jeep and a big tractor. Oh, jeez, okay. Yeah, and uh, funnily enough... That, to me, felt like less of a near-death experience than the movie that we've just watched. One second. Aiden's playing with his mic. I'm going to edit this out, don't worry about it, man. No, I find this rather amusing. This is more entertaining than anything we're going to talk about tonight, trust so, me. So this, Do you want to inform... This <coughs> is our Halloween special. Yes. Do you want to inform the people of the special little gimmick you've come up with? Well, I thought Halloween, most shows... Like the Simpsons at Halloween do a horror theme, or other things will do a horror theme. Ha- Universal Studios mm. Halloween theme, yep. they do yep. horror. Mo- we do horror twenty four seven. Yep. What can we do that to us is horrific? And um, you, you, you me su- and you, you were succeeded. You succeeded in this. Yes. We were talking back and forth, and um, at first we thought maybe foreign movies, like ones with subtitles, because once a year it won't be too daunting, but then I thought, no, that's not special enough. It needs to be something that people can look forward to and we can dread each year. um, I texted you saying, what do you think about rom-coms? And I was... I I, a complete job. No. Well, my thought was... Movies like, uh, was it the letterbox where the yeah. people write letters yeah. to each other and it goes through time? Why didn't I just go with that? Why did I have to open my big mouth? Purely as a joke, partly as a joke and partly as a way just to gauge what you were thinking, I said, oh, what, like, Mamma Mia? I love the son idea. son of a bitch. I love the idea. So I'm thinking maybe every year we do a musical, a cheesy, cheesy musical, like next year. I'm not going to say we're going to do it, but maybe Hairspray. Dirty Dancing or Footloose, something like that. Yeah, I reckon... So, we watched Mamma Mia. Yes, we did. It was an experience. It was certainly... You can certainly call it that. I mean, uh, well, I mean, surely everything in your existence is an experience. (laughs) So, yes, it was that. Um, Yeah, so um, we've watched Mamma Mia about half an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. Was Um, it really only that? (laughs) I feel like I've been watching it forever. So, just thoughts of, first off, I had a lot of fun with this. Yes. I thought it was going to be way more cringy mm-hmm. and far more annoying than it was. Mm. Um, I'm not going to say this movie flew by and it was the great time. Me and you hanging out, making fun of this film was fun. That It was. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You may notice I'm... Uh... A little croaky, and uh, my voice may sound a bit like uh, more husky and sexy than it usually does, and that's because I was uh, a combination of laughing very uh, hard and and, and screaming a lot. We did scream a lot. Yeah, there is a lot to make fun of in this film. There is, yeah. There. uh, Okay, so the plot. There's not a lot of plot. Yeah, it's one hour forty eight minutes, and I felt like there were only forty eight seconds of plot. Yeah. I can't. It te- was forty-eight seconds of plot 
48 seconds worth of plot stretched out over an hour and 48 minutes. No, because the other hour and 48 minutes... Hour and 47 minutes and 12 seconds... Was filler. No, it was music. Yeah, the rest filler. of it was plot. Yeah, filler. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's get into this then so we can Do you want to explain about the backstory? Wasn't this thing a musical first? I don't know anything play, about this. I mean. So if yeah. you don't know Mamma Mia, yeah. it is a musical featuring the music of Swedish pop sensation Eurovision winner? ABBA. We should probably get this out of the way. Aiden loves ABBA. I don't reason, love ABBA. For reasons I have yet to fathom. I just think they're cheesy fun. Okay. I And I don't like ABBA because they're uh, a band that primarily deals in cheesy fun. <laughs> the movie starts and immediately there is a shot of water and it's panning and yeah. Howard's first thought was, oh God, oh God, oh God, this is going to be one of those uh, production company shorts before the movie oh, starts. Oh yeah, yeah, I did think that. The, the old... Anyone who's familiar with Family Guy, that joke they do when they go into the cinema and it, you know, it's, it's, it, you think it's the beginning of the movie, but it's actually the production company logo, you know, coming up. Yeah, anyone who's seen that will get it. Yeah, it opens up with a um, shot of like just the sea and uh, it's a woman on a speedboat that isn't running. Is that correct? She's like rowing or something like that. And I'm like, you don't know it's a speedboat, darling. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, remember the boat. Yeah, and, and it pans out to like a, it's a Greek island. A load of white buildings on it. it. looked actually kind of Tolkien-esque. It looked more Tolkien than fucking Rings of Power, I thought. Yeah, she rows the speedboat to a dock. And then what? Aiden. It, Aiden. It, what? Aiden. Yeah. I can't remember a single goddamn thing about this movie. Okay, I, I can fill you in. Okay. It starts immediately with a song. I had a dream. Immediately. Yeah. And uh, she has three letters that she is sending. And for some reason... A, B, and C. Yes, but for some reason, she's reading them aloud to herself, like she has to remember them. Yeah. And they're all in different countries, I think. I yeah. Don't know. yeah. Um, but one of them, I'll get into this. Okay, now. So there's three. The plot is a woman is getting married. Yeah. Her mother slept with three men in a short period of time. Yeah. And she has no idea who the father is. Uh. And so she has messaged them all to get them to this wedding without the mum knowing. The reason I'm saying this now is because, so one of them comes from America, one of them comes from Britain. And the other one comes from Britain. No, he's a wanderer. Where the hell did she know to send a letter? How the hell did she get their addresses? likes to roam around. (laughs) Fucking hell, I I want to sing all of a sudden now. This movie's snuck in like through the back door of my skull or something. But like, legit, how does she know all their addresses? Sorry, go on. Where is the scene of her researching everyone, stalking these old men and getting their addresses? Um, that is in the prequel. Okay. Ma, I'm not going to make a joke on that. Me and mama. Is, she's 20. <laughs> me and mama and me and daddy. <laughs> so somehow she's stalked. That is a funnier joke than you'll hear throughout this whole movie, ladies and gentlemen. Go on. Possibly, yes. Yeah. There was one or two funny bits in this movie. But yeah, so this woman... These men haven't moved in 20 years. They haven't moved house. One of them who's wandering... I, I, I don't know how this happened. It doesn't matter, I don't think. But anyway, um, as soon as she sends out the letters, it cuts to a montage to Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. You will notice a theme in this movie of you'll have a song, it'll end, 30 seconds will pass, or immediately... 30 seconds, that's generous. Yeah, and it will just go from song to song to... How many songs, Howard, do you think were in this film? Ah. <sighs> It honestly feels like 20. You're underselling it, sir. Um, uh, there's more than 20. Get the fuck out of it. How many are there? 23 songs in this movie. That's including oh. the two at the end of the credits. Oh. 
Uh, the ones at the end of the credit are, are we, so bad. I will gr- give you 20 because I think two or three of them are repeated. Oh, wow, so I was right. Gimme, gimme, gimme's repeated. Waterloo's repeated and Mama, uh, uh, Dancing Queen's repeared. <sighs> I Have a Dream, Dancing Queen and Waterloo are all done twice, I believe. <laughs> so she sends I feel out like I've been taken hostage. I really do. And this is like my ransom video. So as Gimme Gimme Gibby's playing, we see Piers Brosnan yeah. as Sam. We see Stellan Starsgard as Bill. And we see Colin Firth as uh, Harry Blight. It's Larry. <laughs> um, All the way through this. because I'm, I'm sh- Don't they make a joke like that somewhere in there? I can't remember, but for some reason, I don't know what put it in my head. Every time he said, oh, there's Harry, I just go, it's Larry. I would I have shouldn't even with... be bringing this up because he had to be there. Yeah. And I got more and more silly like, every time he came. It's, oh, it's Barry, it's Larry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we get a montage of them traveling across. Yeah. And then, because it's the wedding, everyone's coming into the island. Um, Meryl Streep is playing Donna, the mother. And her best friends... Tanya oh, and Rosie. Fuck her best friends. They are Not so Not in the physical way, in the <laughs> metaphysical and metaphorical, philosophical type way. Just Would you like to explain how they act when they first see each uh, other? They, they act as... They act how... Women who have not seen each other for a while act when they see each other again. Yeah, they do. They just go, they start yelling. I'll be fair here. I'll be fair here just to knock my own uh, sex as well. They act like, do you remember those, you know, the like dopey stoner comedies from the 90s? Yes. Like things like Biodome and like, uh, I guess, Bill and Ted's Adventure and stuff like that. That's 80s. Yeah, 90s and 80s. But the, the, you know the way that the really dumb, like, male protagonists would act when they see each other? They'd be like, whoa, dude! And they would just start doing, like, stupid mimes and, like, belly butting each other. These two are like, these three are like the female, the middle-aged female version of that. They do, like, this fucking dance routine. This fucking oh, ritual. Oh, yeah, the hand clap They do thing. this hand clap thing. They do this gyration over the dock they do this fucking mime which is like they're sucking dicks by a oh that was great yeah feet tall and, and it goes on for fucking ages too it and, was a oh, good two minutes yelling. i gotta stop yelling i'm just gonna the croak, but... the hand job miming <laughs> went on longer than some of the gaps in between the songs and i'm on longer than some of the fucking songs i think we're not exaggerating honestly the the wooing hand job thing the blow job motion that went on for a good minute yeah, and a half. Yeah. Some of these songs went from song to immediate song. Yeah. So um, yeah, this so was the longest break you get. There's Meryl Streep and who plays the daughter? Amanda Seyfried. Uh, yes, her. Known, you may know her from other movies such as... Do you know her from any other movies? I no, don't okay. Know. Uh, she's okay. Meryl Streep's got her two loud friends. There's the tall one who's looks like she's had a lot of work done, and the one, the short one with the spiky hair, and um. Friedman, the, the the daughter. What's the daughter's name again? Sophie. Sophie. Uh, she's got two friends too, both of which are from Britain. Remember that? One of them's English, one of them's Scottish. And they're rarely in the movie. They're rarely or really? They're barely in this barely. movie. <laughs> one Scottish, one English. I'm sorry, I'm so tired. I don't mind. I am him. hanging by a fucking thread here, man. And they woo a little before immediately going into trying to exposition the shit out of this. Yeah. This is the most plot you'll get in the whole movie. Um, Sophie has her mum's diary. She reads that she went out and had sex on the beach with a man named Sam. That's disturbing already. Why would you read 
about these exploits of your mother? I don't know. And um, the best, not the best part, but the dumbest part is when they're like, oh, me and Sam went to the beach and dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and they're like, we know what that means. Does, does they it, fucked. Does, it means they fucked. Yeah, does, the, does each dot stand for a hole? <laughs> I don't know. But then it goes into her reading one about a guy called Bill and dot, dot. Dot, <laughs> and then it goes into Harry. Dot, and then dot. just just dot, just one dot for that one. And then yeah, Harry, Harry didn't get um, didn't get. Um, it's Larry, by the way. Aiden. It just goes straight into Honey, Honey. Yeah, and then Sugar, and do 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 do. <laughs> Not that Honey, Honey. No, Not a good one. No. no. Sam and Harry are at a port. They just happen to bump into it's Larry. Bit. By the <sighs> don't do this. <laughs> I no, I need this. a way to get through this, Odin. I'm trying to get through this quickly. Piers Brosnan and uh, Colin Firth bump into the roam, roaming dude because he has a boat. Yeah. For some reason, he wasn't already on the island. I don't know why. Yeah, they miss their boat, don't we? And we joked that was just the actors <laughs> their bo- missing their boat to get off the island so they didn't have to do this. Piece that of was shit a boat movie. to get to a different movie. <laughs> so, yeah, the the three fathers two, who could be fathers... Uh, get on a boat together and sail to the island. For some reason, Donna and Sophie work on a remote island in Greece that Donna is running a villa on, yeah. but but no one's staying at it, but somehow they have enough money for yeah. gorgeous clothes and tons of food. And tons of servants. Yeah. These yeah. poor Greek servants. The look on their faces, because they act as sort of the chorus, the Greek chorus, if you will, for every time Meryl Streep or Sophie bursts into song, they honestly... I just had this image in my head that they must just be paid to be on standby for chorus all the time. Like, not like in the real world, like in the logic of the movie. Yes. Like, this is just that they have an eccentric owner who every now and then bursts into song and they're like, oh, she's singing again. Come on, we've got to back her up. That's not aberrant. But they never look happy. The no. islanders well, never Greeks. look happy. <laughs> so we meet the um, groom whose name is Sky. And you yes, would know him as... You will know him from other movies, such as Tony Stark's father from the, uh, yeah. the Marvel Universe. And in the uh, in his younger days, in, like, Captain America. Howard um, Stark. Uh, if you've Howard, seen the Warcraft that's movie. That's a sexy name, isn't it, Owen? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> he plays the king in Warcraft, and this is him when he's, like, 20-something. and mm. He spends a lot of the movie shirtless. He does, yeah. Um, a he lot, does, indeed. A lot of the guys in this are shirtless. Yeah. Um, and we meet... Yeah, this is a chick flick, isn't it? This is firmly yes. a chick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It's middle-aged women yeah. with tons of young buff dudes who yeah. are shirtless yeah. the whole time, and and a few twenty-year-olds. Yeah, girls. I mean, and yeah. all the mums. Well, not all the mums. The mums. Sl- one of the mums sleeps with the younger guys, and yeah. that, and, and they're all like quirky, lusting over them like yeah, crazy. Yeah, Wh- yeah. Um, which which you know, I don't play. I don't begrudge women this. Yeah. I don't begrudge women this. You look at the stupid plots do. Male-centric yeah. pornography. It's the exact we, same we thing. cannot criticise. No, yeah. no, no it's, I'm the, same, cool it's the same brand of stupidity, just in the other direction. Exactly. Yeah, we get a tour of the villa, and then there's a scene of the dads talking, but none of they're all like, "Who are you here for? I'm here for a wedding." Oh, me too. And none of them. What clock. a coincidence! Yeah. yeah, even though it's like the islands are sc- literally mar- just the only inhabitant is this woman, her servants, and a priest. Yeah, and uh, a donkey. And a donkey. Yeah. Uh, there's a drink in it called donkey testicles. <laughs> I'm yes. not making that up. I don't know if it really has donkey testicles or if that's just the name. No, and they keep making this joke where this one woman goes, Oh, give me donkey testicles. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... We didn't make that up. That's an no, actual we didn't joke. didn't make that up, no. 
Meryl Streep talks about the fact that her villa's not making any money. Oh, boo-hoo. Maybe she invited some guests. Oh, no, she hasn't got guests because she hasn't got the online internet. The, uh, the online... Do they actually call it that in this? The mum does because she doesn't know that. <laughs> she goes, oh, Sky's here to take me on the line. And they're like, you mean online? And yeah, yeah. It's typical shit. Uh, uh, middle-aged women don't understand things that are going on. But this goes immediately... Well, not immediately. It goes into the song Money, Money, Money. Yeah. Which, from the way she's singing it and talking about it, comes across like a total villain. Yeah, she does. She this is like the the the, the backstory to like a villainess. Like it's just like she's this is she's going megalomaniacal on this island. There's just there's a bunch of times in this movie where it seems like something really nefarious is about to happen. This is one of them. The other one is where Sophie takes the dads up in the attic to keep them safe. For a minute, it looks like she's going to lock them up there, and this is going to turn into like a horror movie, like yes. kind of like Saw, where they've got to kill each other to determine who the dad is. And the other one is where she's getting what's the bit where Meryl Streep's getting all pissed off, and she's stalking around oh, her villa like, yeah. a, like a Roman domina, talking to her two friends. I thought hey, this is the bit where she's going to plan to assassinate them. Like somebody's going to get juicy here, and then no, it just goes back to singing. Yeah, Meryl Streep just out. gets angry at points, and then looks like she's for ready- no goddamn reason, and then acts like she's ready to commit murder, but. Money, money, money stops, and then this hole in the ground just opens a bit. Yeah, which, on a dolphin. Yeah. There's like a seal on it I, in the shape of a dolphin that apparently keeps water in. Even though it's at the top of I, the mountain. Yeah, I, maybe it's a geyser. I geyser. don't care. Sophie meets the three men that could be her father. Yeah. All three of them immediately eye fuck her. Yeah. She immediately eye fucks them. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, we better find out who's the real father quickly. Yeah, she wants to know who's her daddy. And no, she wants to know who her dad, so she can make one of them her daddy. <laughs> she then takes him into an old goat hut. And I get it, because they're old goats. <laughs> sticks them in the attic and locks them oh, up. Oh, they want to stick something in her. <laughs> the Harry guy is a wanderer. It's Larry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Aiden. I'm half insane at this point. I really am. Harry... I'm amazed you're getting this much coherence out of me. No, sorry. Bill is the adventurer, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Phil. Hey, actually, no. I'm being dead serious. It's I'm Bill. Sure, I'm sure it's Phil. I heard Phil. It's Bill Anderson, his name. Oh, okay. So Bill is a wanderer, and he's like, Oh, an attic. This is perfect. Piers Brosnan doesn't really care. And then... Um, well, he's been in worse places. Barry... Fuck off. Barry is I'm like, sure it's Barry. oh, I was expecting a five-star hotel. I'm English, don't you know? <laughs> so uh, Sophie locks him up in there. She She's locking them up in there because she hasn't told her mum that her dads are coming to the yep. wedding. Yep. The wedding is in two days, so she's going to hide them oh, for two I'm days. Oh, sure hijinks are about to ensue. They ensue the minute she leaves because Donna immediately finds them. Yeah, crap. Oh, this is, the, this this is actually a, a good joke. This, this is, is a good joke. joke. Yeah. She opens the door partly and sees Bill, and then it cuts to him as, like, uh, I don't know. He had long hair, and he was kind of balding. And then it cuts to Harry, and it shows him as a punk. Yeah. And then it cuts to Piers <laughs> And Piers Brosnan turns around does a 180, and he looks like Jimi Hendrix's manager. He's got long hair, <laughs> yeah. a tie-dye shirt, a he bandana like, yeah, on. like someone from the 70s. Yeah. Like, uh, sort of a... Hippie. Yeah, hippie. A 70s hippie. Yeah, Not yeah. Not 60s hippie, a 70s no. hippie. Like, he's ready to go to the disco. It's fantastic. It's it is, It's probably worth it, almost worth it, just for that shot as Piers Brosnan dressed y- up like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, 
this when she sees them all, she goes, <gasps> "Mamma Mia!" And yeah. the song breaks out, and they and the song they sing "Mamma Mia." Every all the villagers join in. She goes to the ceiling of the goat hut and falls through it in front of all men. And when she lands in front of all men, all three men, yeah. And then when she lands, her legs are immediately by her ear. Her ankles are next yeah, to her they ears. Say something like, ah, all, I remember you like that. <laughs> Piers Brosnan's like, oh, you know how to make an entrance. <laughs> and, so do I. <laughs> and she doesn't get up. She just keeps her legs there and then goes, yeah. oh, you're Sam. And then when she- <gasps> you're Barry. <gasps> I've had this dream. <laughs> Yeah, when she realises it doesn't go anywhere, she gets up. Yeah, when she realises they weren't interested, she immediately gets up. And she asks them, what are they doing here? And they all come up with the worst excuses. Um, Pierce Brosnan is the best worst excuse. I'm just visiting. (laughs) (laughs) That is literally what he says. Like, Bill's like, oh, I was passing through and I heard about this island. And Bill goes, oh, I'm here on a business adventure. Pierce Brosnan just goes, I'm just here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... So, uh, this goes so... F- no, Donna, after seeing this, just runs into her room. Her two friends are there. And for some reason, they just break into Dancing Queen. There's no reasoning. They just go into the song. Yeah. And get used to that, folks. Because sometimes there's just no reason. They just go into the song for the hell of going into the song. And, um, yeah, I just wrote here, we go to Dancing Queen. How and why? I have no clue. <laughs> A lot of this film is just... They don't even do, like, bits of the song. They do the whole song. The whole goddamn song. That one with them. What's the one they're singing on the cliff at the end? Oh, yeah. That goes on for fucking ever. The wind takes it all? Yeah, that's it. Oh, I, I would say sake. not all the songs are terribly covered. These are covers. It's the actors yeah. singing them in a studio and then they're dubbed over the movie. Meryl Streep is fine. Piers Brosnan isn't as bad as I thought he would be. I kind of wanted him to be worse. Yeah, I was actually... I was told that the singing in this was horrendously bad. And whilst it's not great... The only ones that... I have heard worse. Yeah, the only ones that are really bad are the ones with the mum's friends. Yeah, they're pretty bad. And also, uh, Bill isn't very good. And Piers Brosnan's a bit ropey. Yeah, but Bill's only in, like, one song. That's true, that's true. Piers Brosnan tends... I think he's in, like, four of them. So... As soon as they're done singing Dancing Queen, they go into Last Summer. That one was awful. And then from me... I from can't the... remember most of these. These all blur into each other. Yeah, and then this part, I'll admit, it just gets blurry. It's just scene song, scene song, scene song. Yeah. So I wrote here... Scene song. Sophie sees Sky. Leaves... <laughs> oh. Say that fast. Okay, yeah. So, so remember... She goes to the ship, doesn't she? Yeah. And they're all trying to... The, the three dads are trying to escape the island. I mean, going on a <laughs> sail around the island. Yeah, they, And they... she swims to the boat. Yes. They that... all start eye-fucking again because she's in a bikini and she's sopping wet. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, are we ready to find out who her father is? By the way, do we find out who the dad is? No. Fuck. Fuck! Okay, so... Yeah, um, f- yeah. for some reason the dads decide that because Donna doesn't want them there, they're just going to bugger off. Yeah. Sophie convinces oh, him the, to stay. The... Larry, I am going to yeah. call him Larry. Larry. First of all, he, remember he takes out that guitar? Yes. And it, <laughs> it's painted like with the... Like the psychedelic, you know, hippie rainbow colours they put in like the 60s and stuff like that. But it's only half done. It's like he gave up on being a hippie halfway through. Which oh, what which was... kind of makes sense because he said that he's um, th- that he was a punk for a while. He said and he was a big... A big Johnny Rotten fan. Yeah. And this guy, I'm sorry, I cannot conceive of this guy as a Johnny Rotten fan. Is this, Colin, a, this is Colin a... Firth's character. Yeah, yeah. 
He does not come across as a Johnny Rotten fan. I can't but A Cliff Richards fan, <laughs> not a Johnny Rotten fan. Yeah, he is more Rick than he is. Yeah, he is. He reminds a... me a lot of Rick, yeah. The only way he's a John Johnny Rotten fan is if he's like pretending to be for the cred. He might like his marmalade commercials. Uh, not his marmalade, his, <laughs> his margarine commercials. Oh, country butter. Yeah. This scene again, entirely pointless. They went to leave on the boat. Sophie yeah. co- convinces them to come yeah. back. So they come back. By banging him up. No, I don't know. And then when she's on the boat, she I sees... I said they should go to Turkey where incest is legal. <laughs> That's the idea of it is. Go she... into international waters Ugh. where there is no law. She then sees Sky on the island. Yeah. And of course it is. It's surrounded. I'm sorry. I'm I sorry. hate I won't even finish that joke. I won't finish that joke. Yeah, she then jumps off the boat. Rather than... Oh, this... <laughs> rather than swimming <laughs> to him... She swims to the beach where he isn't, so that he has to then run to her. They sing Lay All Your Love On no, Me. Yeah, they do. And, and then all these guys they're, come they're along. They're singing on the beach. They're singing on the beach. Like, do not. she's like spread up against the rock and remember she's crawling on the mm-hmm. beach. But then out of the surf, like these, how many? 20 dudes. 20 dudes. 20 dudes. With flip flops, the first, and then they're running up and down the dock with fucking oh flippers, flippers on, flippers on, and like then they do this ridiculous fucking jig. (laughs) It was the best bit of the film. Fucking dog, you know what it was like. You know the the Monty Python Ministry of Funny Walks. It was like if they did a dance. And then Sky is randomly on a well, a jet bike. Jet, a jet ski, yeah. yeah. And oh, it looks like he kills them all by just driving over them. And they, then it randomly, it randomly just cut back to the villa with him carrying Sophie in. It was, it was the weirdest sequence of imagery. One of the weirdest sequences of imagery so I've they all, ever seen in my All life. the blokes jump into the water with their flippers on. Yeah. And then it immediately cuts to um, the mums singing <gasps> Super Trooper. There's, it's just jump cuts oh, to it. Yeah. The dads up. all walk in. Oh, yeah. This, isn't it the Hindu? Is this the Hindu scene? Yes. Yeah. It just oh, cuts oh that's. The, they're all at the Hindu, oh. the young girls, like the Sophie's friends. And then the. <laughs> the conservatory where the doors start opening, where all this mist yeah. comes out. Ah, let's get ready to rock! Get ready for your best girl, Bernie! <laughs> Meryl Streep and her friends have come out. And they've Looking got like outfits. the witches from Hocus Pocus, which should have been what this movie is. This should have been the prequel to Hocus Pocus or something like that. They, they, this could be, they could be cursed for doing this. Yeah. Yeah, that's why that's why they're witches. So, no, this should, have been, this should have been what the actual sequel was. They go on vacation in Greece. Okay, so let me get this straight. Okay, so Sophie's Hindu. She's trying to get drunk with all her friends, and her mum interrupts it with her friends yeah. to sing Abba to them. And they all love them. And they all love them. And then the dads all walk in, so they cut to Gimme, Gimme, Gimme instead. Oh, oh no, because all the blokes... Yeah, and then all the Sky and all his dude friends are apparently on a stag do. And they interrupt the Hindu. Yeah, and they're all wearing fucking monster masks. Mm-hmm. I was I was like, oh, this is a horror movie. This is where they all come in and murder them. Yeah, and then the dads walk in, then it's gimme, gimme, gimme. And the women on the Hindu grab Bill and Larry. Larry. Yeah. They leave Piers Brosnan alone. Well, yeah, because he's running off trying to bang Meryl Streep. Remember? No, because Meryl Streep was with him at this point. Harry just it, gets yeah, away. Yeah, that's be- what I mean. 
Uh, does he run off? He talks to either Meryl Streep or Sophie. Sophie. Okay. He talks right, to Sophie. Right, Sophie. He gets... So all these young women try to grab these 50-year-old men and they don't grab Piers Brosnan. They go for the other two. Unrealistic. Yeah, just I, saying. I'd go for James Bond. Exactly. Myself, yeah. so, because at this point, then... I don't know why I'm bothering with the they plot. They to a post, remember? Yes, they tie him to post it and looks, start taking their like shirts off. It looks like a pagan sacrifice. It really does. And they start taking their shirts off and then we cut to Sophie with Sam, Piers Brosnan. Piers Brosnan realises at this point that Sophie's invited him because he might be her father. He agrees. Well, he doesn't agree. He insists he's going to walk her down the aisle. End scene. We then cut to Sophie meeting Harry because she goes upstairs Mm. and all the men are there. Harry somehow gets free. Oh, He bumps into Sophie. It's Larry. (laughs) I hate you. Cuts to him. And he realises there and then yeah. that he might be her father. He insists he's going to walk her down the aisle. Yep. We then cut to her. Well, we don't cut to. She oh, jumps Bill. on the table, gets with Bill. Bill realises what's going on. Guess what happens? He insists he is going to walk her down the aisle. This, I think, was supposed to be funny. Because mm. now she's like, oh, no. Or I've is got... it dramatic? I don't know if this I can movie... honestly not tell with chick flicks when it's trying to be funny or dramatic. Because... Um, it just goes straight into Voulez-vous at this point, the song Voulez-vous. Um, How's that go again? Voulez-vous. Aha! This is when the stag do crashes the hen yeah, do. Yeah, okay. Um, well, all ABBA songs sound the same to me, so you've got to guide me through this. Because at this point, all their stag do guys come in. When they come in, yeah. Sophie has an anxiety attack and passes out. Is that what happened? Yes. I thought she was dehydrated. No, she has an anxiety attack and passes out. Which the, everyone thinks is Sky's fault. I think they don't talk about it. That's the I problem. I seem to smoke down my Zeus. One is thing, that enough of this bullshit? No one talks like about how they feel. No, no one they... ever has just a normal conversation in this. It's always just talking about the plot at hand, but somehow never advancing the plot. Yeah, like she never explains why she wants the three men to be like. Why does she want this man? who has never supported her to be at this wedding all of a sudden. Like, why? Uh, she doesn't talk to Donna about it. Like, surely you'd consult with... Because there might be some bad blood that she never talked about. In the There's a lot going on, and no one talks about their emotions or tries to just rationalise things. It's just a lot of bollocks. We... Yeah, the only time they really talk about their emotions is through singing. Or, later on... When they yell at each other. That's the only time they talk about things. Yeah, that, that and even is then, the only emotional outburst, now I think about it, yeah. They just yell at each other because they're not explaining their feelings to yeah, each other. Yeah. Yeah, we cut to the morning. Everyone's hung over. Yeah. This is when one of the mums asks for donkey bollocks. <laughs> and then immediately <laughs> is after... Is that what she calls them? Yeah. And then do you remember? So she goes, oh, give me donkey bollocks. Then it cuts to one of the friends in a rubber dinghy just falling over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that random scene. Yeah. Then it cuts to Harry and Bill waking up on Bill's boat. On Bill's yacht. Yeah. He which has sounds a... like another movie. Yeah. On he has Bill's a yacht. yacht. They wake up and they both... I don't know what they talk about. It honestly looks like they've just fucked each other. Yeah. They both wake up and they both look at each other. And one of them's only wearing an apron. Yeah. He is completely <laughs> naked apart from it's the apron. Bill. Bill. They make a joke about that. And then, and one, then doesn't, one of the friends over him. just come out to Phil? I don't know. Bill. I yeah. can't tell you what they talk about because I think they no, just... because he's gay in the end, isn't he, Larry? Is Remember? he? He dances with that bloke at the end. See, I paid attention to that <laughs> part. Yeah, so the friend Rosie climbs onto the boat 
overhears their conversation about how they think they could be the father. Now, that's basically the conversation is just, oh, what do you do? Do you support them? Oh, I don't know. I'm the... Because Colin First character doesn't have kids. Bill's never yeah. wanted kids. That's why he's roaming. So they don't know what to do if they have a daughter. That's probably the most character development you get in this whole movie. Yeah, probably. And yeah. it ends with Rosie staring at Awkward, one of those. And then awkwardly shuffling away. Remember that? Yeah, but... I'm just going to go and... Uh, ooh, ooh, uh, oh, that's because she sees Bill's naked ass. Oh, uh, yeah. Because yeah. that's the joke. And he has a tattoo on both cheeks. Yeah, of eyes. Is that on... No, eyes are on his knees. Yeah, that's true. He has, I like... I swear this guy's a supervillain. Because <laughs> that seems like a very Bond thing. Yeah. Is that... Is, is this a stealth Surely he'd movie? have bees on his knees. Does he have dogs on his bollocks? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, so... <laughs> That'd be an interesting way for Bond to find out who the villain is. Now, 007, I need you to take the pants off of every man you come across. He has He'll tattoos have... of dogs on his testicles. One is a chihuahua, the other is a golden Labrador. <laughs> but don't get him confused with Mr. Y, who has black Labradors on his bollocks. <laughs> Sophie and well, Donna have an argument. Like a much better movie. <laughs> yeah, they have an argument because Sophie didn't... Because, t- because. Because Sophie didn't tell Donna about the plan of inviting the three fathers. Donna is arguably correct in yelling at her daughter yep. but yep. we're supposed to sympathize with the daughter for no reason yeah but then donna acts like a bitch by saying that she's never needed anyone in her life she says yet yep. she Your has independent woman but she has lots of sex has like 20 people doing yeah, all the work for we do see her doing things but she never fixes anything <laughs> like this bit she has a drill and she's yeah. drilling a hole in the wall for she no do- apparent reason she doesn't fix Why the window why does she to do this I don't know to show that she can independent woman like she gets drilling lots of walls she gets the cork and then goes to fill in the hole that was cracked but doesn't because she can't do it well Piers Brosnan interrupts her no this is a bit of the daughter okay I don't know it's just a lot of argument they're trying to create drama for the sake of creating drama it doesn't even linger. Like, the argument they have is resolved literally five minutes later by just walking up to each other. Yeah, and she says something like, I, I don't even know what they say. Do they say something like, I'm sorry? And then they're instantly, like, back to, ah, ah, everything's great, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm too happy in this movie. Because Piers Brosnan, yeah, and then talks to Donna. Donna gets really mad and walks away saying she doesn't need... And then, because she had an argument with Sophie, she then takes it out on three random guys who walk by yep. by telling them, Oh, you're not doing your work! Like, fuck yeah, off! Just... <laughs> it's like that scene... Have you seen Jurassic World? No. There's a scene where the main woman in it, who's supposed to be likeable, right. she yells at this guy for wearing a Jurassic Park t-shirt, and she's like, Oh, that's in bad taste. She's the one that's literally built a theme park on the ashes of dead bodies. <laughs> don't you think that's in bad taste? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, because she's the good guy. It's supposed to be... I don't fucking... We then get to... Um... What's that? Isn't this the scene where it's like the two friends singing to... SOS. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I, I didn't like that scene. No. The one bit that made me laugh is there's a bit where... Oh, you're talking <laughs> about when the older woman starts singing. The friend starts singing. Yeah. Oh, no, that's next. So... Okay. Harry and the tall friend, the one who sleeps with all the younger men, they're on a pedalo, oh, and yeah. Harry's doing all the work, and she's not doing anything. And then at one point, he ri- realizes just that, like society, 
he realizes that because he could be the father, he's going to have to pay for the wedding. So he just abandons ship and leaves her on the pedal uh, by yeah. herself. Smart bloke, I relate to this guy. Then this 20-year-old black stud gets on the boat and he's like, should we continue where we were last night? <laughs> and for some reason, she decides, no, no. So she starts pedaling. This probably isn't actually that surprising to say. This is a very feminine movie. Yes. There is no... There the, is no we are not the lady, target demographic for ladies, this film. This is, this is from a man's point of view looking in. You're very emotionally inconsistent. <laughs> just like I'm just saying, like, yeah, they probably were hitting off last night, but now she's just like, nope. She pedals to the shore in like five seconds. Yeah. My favourite thing was... The... I mean, why, why, is she, why is she acting like this? I don't know. Uh, or is he? Just, is this all in his head? Were they actually not going anywhere last night? No, they did sleep together. Uh, did they? Yeah, I that. that's heavily implied. My favourite part was so the scene starts with Harry and this woman. They see they share one line of dialogue, and Colin Firth just fucks off out of the scene. <laughs> he literally just goes. They're pedalling, and he just goes. What does a father do at the wedding? And she goes pays, and he goes. Radio <laughs> and just fucks off the boat. Yeah, now they have that dance scene on the beach, don't they? Yeah, so they get onto the beach and she starts singing. It's one of her. F- yeah, what is it? Uh, Does your mother know? Which was in the film Johnny English, yeah. and this is the worst song. She cannot sing it. Yeah, you love this song too. Don't I you? like the song a lot, and like the music video is her basically pushing this guy away, and he insisting that they fuck. And she, like, pushes him at one point. She goes down on him at one point, remember She that? goes down on him, pulls his shorts off, and then pushes him into the crowd. And everyone goes, way, isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. It's her with a bunch of the 20-year-old girls and a load of 20-year-old dudes yeah. watching her. And she dives in the middle of them and they all lift her up. All the mums come along as well, I think. And then all the guys collapse because all the women are so hot. Oh, and then, I thought they were exhausted from all the dancing because they could dance for a bit. Maybe, and, but then and she walks away, going, "Ah, girls, I guess we tired them out." Well, you, did, you didn't even touch them. What? What is implied by that scene? I don't know. It was an awful scene. No, nah, it's I the it's the worst part of the movie. <laughs> we then cut to Sophie I'm, running away for no reason. She's with trying Sky. to get out of the movie. <laughs> yeah, Sky catches her though, yells at her, being like, "Why have you invited three random guys?" And she says. I invited them. I thought I was your daddy. <laughs> I think he might have said that. But yeah, this scene again, I just don't get it. Like, she's like, oh, I invite them here because I knew that they would only come to a wedding. So then Sky is like... What kind of sense does that make? I don't know. But then Sky's pissed off because she thinks that the only reason they're getting married is so that she would have an excuse to meet her potential father. So he gets pissed off at her. But she gets pissed off at him for being pissed off at her for doing something irresponsible. And then he gets pissed off at her for being pissed off at the fact that he's pissed off at her for doing something irresponsible. So she's done something that's pissed off her fiancé and her mother, but we're supposed to feel sorry for her. Are we? You ever make mistakes, Aiden? Yes. Yeah. But they don't play it like, oh, this is a mistake. She just gets angry and yells at people. Mm. Like She acts very immature and bitchy like this. How much more of this movie? Sophie runs up to Donna. They immediately forgive each other. The reason she runs up to her is because she needs her mum to do her hair for the wedding. Because apparently now it's the wedding. We just skip the scene where the two older women are singing to Donna in her room. Remember that bit? She's distraught. No, that was SOS. Yeah, we did that. We briefly skimmed over that. It was awful. 
It was awful. But I just got to bring up, you know, remember that scene where they come up over the bed and start singing? I'm fucking oh, go yeah. watch, Just go watch SOS for the split second where they come up and look like they're singing into dildos. It just made me laugh. And there's a bit where they like start riding the really tall girl's legs as well. And, oh. oh, yeah, where they're pulling off her boots. Yeah, it's bad. It's supposed to be the wedding day, but... Oh, yeah, that's the scene where they're all dressed in those really like tarty outfits. And it cuts them all panting on the bed, and it really does look like they just fucked. That was after this. Yeah. They did gimme, yeah, gimme. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's just a lot of... I remember this film in bits. Yeah, yeah, so do I. It, it because... really is. You can barely follow a plot. It's just an no. endless collage of, of of musicals and, and like, effectively catwalks of costumes. This is and... like... You know people talk about how, like, kids' movies just need to distract them for a good hour. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. That's what this feels like. You're just distracting people for an hour and a half. Nothing makes sense chronologically. It's just stuff happening mm. and music to make you forget, which I guess is okay because it's making you forget about shit in your life. But there needs to be something that makes it linger. I think, well, yeah, I think, um, I'll give my thoughts more on this yeah. at the end. But uh, yeah, go on, what's, um, so where were we? Donna was doing DIY despite the fact it's the day of her daughter's Actually, wedding. She servants, the day of her daughter's wedding. Yeah, uh, so what happens? Have we got to the bit where they put her on the ass yet? No, which this we made is coming up. Ass puns about. Oh yeah, then Sam comes along, remember, and talks to Sophie. No. Piers Brosnan talks to Sophie, and she what gets she angry. Say? I can't remember, but I just remember she gets angry and yells at Sam. <laughs> okay. Oh, because he was like, "Oh, I need to walk you down the aisle," and she's just like, "I don't ask for any of this." You did. You sent the letter. Yeah, I don't care about this. Sam then talks to Donna about possibly being the dad. Pierce oh, Brothers we get the sings. fucking montage. Remember the the getting ready for the wedding. They just play oh, some. Yeah, there is that weird scene it's... where like Sophia's sat in like Donna's lap and she's painting her nails. Yeah, it's so silly though because she's like a twenty year old woman and she's sat on her mum's knee like she's five. I thought she was reading her a bedtime story at first. It's <laughs> weird. Then it cuts to the wedding, and so this island is like it consists of a villa and a church. That's about it. But the villa and yeah, the villa is not near the church. The church is on a very, very small, weird mountain with a lot of steps leading up to it. And somehow a donkey island, climbed up there. Yeah, well, it's his donkey. They're tireless. It's a fat donkey, and that's a very thin it, step. It, it carried a pregnant Mary all the way to Bethlehem. <laughs> <laughs> I think it can I underrate donkeys, so I'm sorry. But yeah, we did make a lot of jokes like, "Hey, check out that ass." <laughs> hey, your daughter's got a good ass there. <laughs> So yeah, Sam then confronts Donna. By the way, that church has a lot of steps leading up to it. Fuck going to that church every Sunday. Yeah. I'm not walking up all those steps first thing Sunday morning. Yeah, go on. This is the bit where um, Sam confronts Donna on the cliffside and she sings. What is it she sings again? The winner takes it all. Oh, fucking hell. This goes on forever. Oh, this was funny. So Piers Brosnan talks to Meryl Streep. The thing that made it funny if he shoved her off the cliff. <laughs> no, but look, Meryl Streep, it's a good four-minute song. And when I say it's a good four-minute song, I mean it less the better part of four minutes. Yeah. And Piers Brosnan just stands there with his hands in his pockets the whole time as this camera does, like, aerial he shots. He does do a lot of um, filler acting here, doesn't he? Just reacting off her singing. But he doesn't. He just stands there and just, like, nods. And <laughs> yeah. Meryl Streep is... She's giving it her all. Yeah. I'll give the actors a credit in this. All the actors are giving it 100% in mm-hmm. this. No one turns in a flat performance. Yeah. It sometimes misses the mark, but it's never flat. He, but he just looks so awkward, just standing there, hands in his pockets, just waiting for the song to end. Cuts to the wedding starting. Okay, this is where the movie goes from being fun-dumb to dumb-dumb. 
The wedding starts, and immediately, as soon as the priest says, we are gathered here today, Donna stands up and goes, no, we're not. And all the dads just, like, go, all right, and they stand up. And Sophie then cancels the wedding, says that she doesn't care who the dad is, and that they don't need to get married, and that they just need to run away, her and Skye, and have life experiences together, and that marriage doesn't change anything. Um, Sam starts talking about how he wants to support the daughter and Donna yells at Sam being like oh you never tried to come and support and blah blah this bit is all over the place it's just the, literally the only thing holding me together here was just doing endless riffs of that actor but so apparently yeah, what happens again it's so um, as far as Donna thought Sam just fucked off went and got married to someone else Turns out Sam went home, broke up with his fiance, yeah, came, back, came back to the island, was gone. and Donna had left yeah. to be with another man. Yeah. So it's her fault. It's all her fault. Yes. And Point and judge at her. So all three n- could-be fathers all agreed to support Sophie? Yeah. Do you want me to see what the plot summary actually yeah, says? Do because I actually, don't know. Do they really never find out who's her father? Because I'm going to be pissed if that's the case, because that's like the, 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 the one excuse of a plot in this, and they never resolve it. Yeah, so Donna had ditched Sam yeah. and run off with Bill. Oh. What a schlag. Um, none of the men want to have the paternity confirmed. <laughs> Each agree to be one third of a father. Oh, what the fuck. Yeah, and then Sam Piers Brosnan proposes to Donna. Remember, Donna is a strong, independent woman and doesn't need a man. Woman. But, but he is James Bond. Yeah, so she agrees to marry him. Yeah. And they get married there and then. Yep. The priest, I guess, I guess he gets his money he's worth. He uh, marries them, he hitches them in the church. And then it cuts to Piers Brosnan singing at... Uh, it goes into... The, the, it's, what's it? What's it when all is said and done. Yeah, what's it that comes after a wedding? It's not a wake, is it? That's a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the service. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been to many weddings. But, like... It, so Piers Brosnan or invites me for some reason. Piers and Donna start singing uh, when all is said and done. Yeah. As soon as it ends, as soon as it ends, it goes into um, take a chance. Yeah. Take a chance, the, chance, take a chance, chance. chance. Spiky-haired uh, friend of Donna starts hitting on Bill. Yeah, and Bill looks disgusted. Yeah, I, I don't know if they gave like the wrong direction to this actor, but he. I suppose what they're trying to go for is you've got to look kind of like, oh no, this woman's trying to hit on me. But it genuinely looks like he is like in extreme distress. It's like he doesn't want to be there. It's like he's trying to escape. It really is. Like he, and she's like chasing him. Remember they like, have a chase over the roof. And also, oh god, there like, was that bit off the roof. Yeah, it looks like he tries to murder her. Yeah, so like at one point they just, they're literally hanging off the ceiling. At one point, he's holding onto the ceiling. She's holding onto his ankles, and he's just like, "I'll fucking let go. Don't care." And then it immediately cuts to them on a rooftop crawling. Yeah, and she rolls crawling, off. crawling, and then and then it cuts to Larry hitting on a dude. Didn't did you yeah. miss that? No, I do remember it now. Yeah, you're saying okay, it. there you go. Yeah, Larry's gay. The crack in the floor immediately opens up. Yep. And I say media. It just cracks open like look. Zeus or Poseidon. Poseidon, yeah. As water gushes out, Poseidon has cursed he's this marriage. He's had enough of this shit, yeah. He's and just going starts... to sweep it all away. And You could say they're having a cracking time, though. I hate you. <laughs> but all the guests are on this island, remote island. There's only one boat that comes to the island once a day. This island plus, um, has cracked... Bill, plus Bill's yacht. Yeah. 
but most of mine don't know about that. But the island's cracked open. Water is flooding in. They could all be dying. No one is scared. I don't think. I'm just going to stop you there. Okay. I don't think the implication is that the island is cracking. No, but I if, think it's like just a water vein has cracked. No, but it's okay. So you're on an island. Yeah. You haven't visited this island before. Yeah. All of a sudden, it breaks open and water starts gushing out. Do you go, ah, oh, ha, 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 this is funny? Or do you go, oh, Jesus Christ, what could happen? I might be a little concerned if I saw a lot of... Well, I'm, I'm, no one here is concerned. Even if it's just a water vein, I'm generally concerned if I see a lot of water shooting out of the ground. Yes. Yeah, yeah. None of these people are concerned. They all just go, ah, <laughs> and just start bathing and in it. this bitch. <laughs> and they just start, like, dancing under it. And And the movie just ends. It just ends. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, no, no, sorry. It shows Sophie and Sky on a boat. Oh yeah. On like a pedal. (laughs) How are they getting to Greece? (laughs) Yeah, because they say Oh, they call off the marriage because they're like, no, let's travel the world and experience a bit first. And they literally get in a motorboat. It's like, you can't explore the world in a motorboat. It's not even a motorboat. It's it's the rubber dinghy from earlier. (laughs) Yeah. That's not an exploring thing. And it just goes into Mamma Mia again. And as soon as Mamma Mia ends, it goes into I Had a Dream. And then after I Had a Dream, it immediately goes into Dancing Queen in the credits. And I'll say the only good thing about the credits is after Dancing Queen... It goes into Waterloo, I think, and the three dads who could be dads come out yep. in full Elvis suits that are blue. So they have like the V that goes down to the belly button, and they're all wearing, he- uh, I, uh... T- sorry, two of them were wearing heels so that they could all be the same height. Oh, of course, yeah. Because I think Starsguard was taller than Colin Firth and Piers Brosnan. So Piers Brosnan and Colin Firth are wearing heels, and they're walking and strutting to Waterloo. Yep. You'll have to fill me in here because I walked uh, out the movie. No, that was it. Point. Yeah. The okay. movie ends right. at this the point. The movie ends there. Yeah, so uh, that was Mamma Mia. Um, uh, I, uh, I'm just going to say not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan, Aid. Not a fan. See, okay. I'll let you go first. I'll let you go I, first. It's not a good movie, but I had fun watching it with you. It, that's the summary of your opinion. Yeah, there's no... There's, the plot is non-existent. Mm. All the characters, when they actually do talk to each other... Sophie is horrible because she's doing stuff behind people's backs and not explaining why or anything. Mm. Like the dads are, just, I feel guilt. I feel bad for the dads who just think they're meeting their daughter and then f- <sighs> end up in this fuck show. No one else gives a shit about anything. I've just realised something. Yeah, this whole movie is a retelling of the Odyssey. It's set on a Greek island and it's men lured to the island by a bunch of manipulative women <laughs> like the Sirens. And they get metaphorically killed there. I think they all wanted to die at one point, yes. Okay, yeah, right. So there you go. That's my hot take on this. It's a retelling of the Odyssey, but the one where Odyssey, uh, Odysseus fails yeah. to avoid the sirens. Um, I wanted to hate this movie more than I do. Yeah. More than I did, even. I, I was hoping this to be an absolute train wreck. Mm-hmm. And it's very similar to the problem I had with Killer Clowns from Outer Space, in that I wanted that to be... A really stupid movie that is so stupid it's good. But Killer Clowns from Outer Space ended up just being kind of, to me, kind of dull. Because if it's not going to be so bad, it's good. If it starts being... I mean, Killer Clowns was like trying to be a... Deliberately trying to be a movie that's so bad it's good. But it wasn't good at being a movie that's so bad it's good. So it ended up being just a sort of subpar comedy. This isn't bad enough to me to be so bad it's good. It's just kind of bland... 
and forgettable. And I know I did have fun watching it with you, simply because I have fun watching most things with you, because we're pretty good at the old riffing, and there were a lot of good gags in it. But I really wanted this to be like... I wanted this to be like the musical chick flick version of The Room. Yes. And it's... A lot of it's just kind of flat. Like, it's the... None of the... All the actors are, like, giving it their all. There's too much music. So too much music. So, like, some musicals, even if you're not into the band, you can just be like, okay, whatever. But this one, there's two... There's 23 three-minute-long songs. And even then, I can't... Like, I don't like ABBA, but I don't hate them either. Yeah, so, but when you've got like, this much of a band you don't care about. Yeah, but what I'm saying, yeah, but what I'm saying is even that can't make me hate it. It just makes me feel the sort of I just become benumbed to it after a while. I can't even get angry like, oh, I've not this fucking song. It's like, oh, it's just ever I don't much like them. They don't really fill me with any emotions one way or the other. Extreme yeah. hatred or extreme love. None of the actors are bad enough to be so bad they're good. They all they all give it their all. They're all really trying. That none of them are ever like, but you don't see enough of them acting to guess that. I suppose not. Yeah, but like, I, well, so the you, most you see is when Sophie yells at her mum, then yells at Sam, then yells true, at Scott. That is the most uh, expansive. Act. But that's what I mean. It's like none of it's overact. It's all just they just do their part. It's um, none of them overact. None of them underact. The singing isn't terrible. I've heard a lot worse, but it's not terrible. None of them are great. None of them are great either. But exactly. So you can't do it either way. Probably the the one redeeming feature of this movie, the one thing that I can objectively say is pretty good, is the cinematography. Yes. It looks great. There's a lot of good shots of Greece and uh, nice ocean shots and boat shots and all that. But it's worth it for the scene of the 20 blokes running across <laughs> the port. The... Honestly, yeah, that, that made me laugh my arse off. It really did. Yeah, I, Honestly, I'd say just, just type that scene in on YouTube and watch that. You've seen the funniest part of the movie. Yeah. Are there any... <laughs> Is it scary? Um, parts with Meryl Streep's <laughs> friends were rather terrifying. Yeah. Would you yeah. recommend it? Um, because we ask this after every movie. Yeah. Uh, I'd recommend this to either jerks like us who just want to make fun of it, or the only other people I can think would like it is maybe if you are women who enjoy musicals and, uh, like, uh, chick flicks. I use that in the most broadest possible definition. You might enjoy this as something just to throw on in the background whilst you're having a girl's night. To not actually watch, just have something on in the background while you natter and drink wine. So our target demographic for this show. Yeah, 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 (laughs) of of course. Because there's some women out there... Who like horror movies may also. Oh like no, it. there's a lot of women. I'm just saying the women that attracted to this show. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, are you sure there aren't any women out there who may not enjoy both chick flicks and horror movies? Yeah, but what I'm saying is that our time, our demographic, I don't think is Mamma Mia demographic, Fair which enough. is why I thought it'd be good to review yeah. this film. Are you glad we did this for Halloween? Uh, Happy Halloween, Howard. Not really? Uh, I was just. I'm so excited for next year. Yeah. We have a whole year to decide on what crappy musical romantic comedy we can do next. Do we do indeed. Or are we going to let the audience decide that one? Yeah. Decide our fate. I'd like to thank some of the audience as well who have been messaging me with recommendations for horror movies. I would like to know the names of all those people (laughs) and I would like to uh, curse them. Curse them all. Yeah. I don't know if I could recommend it to people. I would have fun talking about this with friends being like, remember the time we watched... It's a film that you can talk about how bad it is. In a way, it's not even that to me. It's just underwhelming to me. It was. It wasn't underwhelming. I like. It is. It's like the film equivalent of an ABBA song. Whoa! 
that's actually a very good point, which is probably why I have not really any strong emotional response to it whatsoever. <laughs> and what I thought was so, yeah, um, I will never actively seek out this movie. Probably not, no. No, but... but you know, I plan to watch the sequel. Maybe for next year. <laughs> but one day uh, we're going to yeah, have a know, party. I think next year I'm actually going to deliberately drive the mower into the ditch and kill myself. <laughs> one time we're going to have a movie night with friends and we're going to put on Mamma Mia and have so much fun ripping it. Uh, we're not. Yes, they won't like it. And like, I, I was going to ask: Are there any chick flicks you actually like? I mean, we would we were just saying that there, there are people out there who enjoy horror movies and can yeah. enjoy horror movies and chick flicks too. Do you actually have any chick flicks you enjoy, or musicals for that matter? Oh, musicals, yes. Such as Pick a Destiny, South Park, the That's, movie. Yep, those are technically uh, Little Shop of Horrors is very good. That's a good musical horror movie. I went and saw the Bob Marley musical. <laughs> um, what was it called? Get Up, Stand Up. Really uh, good. Really good. So, I wasn't a fan of Bob Marley before I watched that. And you are now? It, yeah. Good, good to know. Um, um, reggae music, not great on CD, great live. I'll take your word for that. But uh, chick I, flicks, I don't know. Um, I'll just say, as musicals, as the link between musicals and horror, uh, Sweeney Todd. Yeah, Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. Todd is basically a musical slasher, if you think about it. Which we might do one day, maybe like an anniversary, because I think it'd be, yeah, it's too close to horror to be a Halloween thing for us. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see what people say. I'll see, wait for the feedback on this episode. I'm yeah, curious yeah. to see how people react to Are this. Are going to say chick flicks? I'm actually curious to know what. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I probably. Think, I can think of one which is debatable. I've been told by a lot of people that The Princess Bride is a chick flick. Have you ever seen I've, that? I haven't. You I should, should though. It's it's very good. It's got Andre the Giant in it. It has indeed got Andre the Giant. Yeah, and it's probably along with like the Ghostbusters and the Big Lebowski. It's probably one of the most quotable movies of all time. Okay. If you watch that, you will you will get a lot of memes online. I'm just saying. I think that's it for this episode. Yeah, I think it is time for me to uh, 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 finally rest and watch the sunrise on a grateful universe. This has been fun. It was it was fun uh, while it lasted. It's not the worst movie we've watched for this review no, show. It's certainly not the best either. <laughs> God, right? Um, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Please let us know what you think. I don't know what I usually do at the end of these. It's been so long since we've done one. It is. I think we'll probably just say Happy Halloween. Oh yeah, Happy Halloween. Yeah, and I believe the usual way you tap out is. Uh... I'm sorry. I just apologise <laughs> profusely. That, and you say you've been Aiden. Oh, I have been Howard. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Was that deliberate? Yeah. Oh, f- all right, go on. <laughs> go on. I have been Aiden. And I will continue to be Howard. All right, thank you, everyone. Bye. Happy Halloween. <laughs>